This is a Zero Talent Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Zero Talent Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brentley Clay, and joining me today is Joe. Hello. And Ray. What is up? And that is it for for the cast of this week. We, we're down some peeps. Yeah. Yo, uh, Ray, like, basically sang his opening. He's like, what is up? Yeah. <laughs> Dude's got the rhythm. Put some flair on it. So, <sighs> some exciting news, guys, and all of uh, the listeners. We got our first sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. What do y'all think about that? I've actually been using Audible for uh, quite some time now. So I think it's cool that we're uh, that's our first sponsor. Yeah, same. Uh, we were actually talking about it before jumping into recording. I have like 19 titles on like downloaded on my Audible app right now before we even got the sponsor. So I was really excited to get that. Good God. He's definitely gotten more on us. Oh, yeah, I, I've been using it for a while. Uh, but yeah, that, that being said, um, the way that it works is we have a special link. It is audibletrial.com slash zero talent. So you can use that link and you actually get a lot of really cool stuff with it. You get a 30 day free trial of Audible. Uh, You get one credit added to your account. If you have Amazon Prime, you get two. You can pick any title out of a premium selection and it is yours to fully keep you have full access to the Audible Plus catalog, which is podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. You can listen to that all you want for the entire 30 days uh, with no credits needed. And it sends you a nice little email before your trial's up. That way, if you aren't happy with it, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, you can cancel before you're charged. But it's only $14.95 a month, and every month you get another credit to get another title. Ooh. That's actually super nice. Yeah. So me personally, I, I want to give a recommendation to anyone uh, for what you could spend that that one credit on. And it's probably going to get some hate from you guys because it is a Star Wars book, uh, audio book. But it's uh, Star Wars Legacy of the Force Betrayal by Aaron Alston. It's uh, it's about six hours and. It is the first in a series of nine books that is my favorite Star Wars collection. Of course, your first one is uh, Star Wars. Oh, it's gotta be. I remember how many like Star Wars, like how much you uh, used to love like reading and just learning about Star Wars, like lore and like world and oh, everything. So yeah. that's not shocking at all. <laughs> Man, my my personal bookshelf is like littered with Star Wars books. I was going to say it doesn't surprise me due to how many Xboxes, Playstations that you got of the Star Wars special. I know. I still have the R2-D2 Xbox 360. Case in point there. Case and point. But yeah, um, what, what, what about you guys? You said you used it as well. You have any recommendations for anybody? I listened to Norse Mythology on there by Neil Gaiman. It's been a while since I've even remembered any of them, so it's a good refresher for me because I used to know almost all the lore, all the tales, everything. And after not hearing or listening to anything about it or reading for like three years, my mind went. So it's really nice catch up. 
Yeah, plus, I mean, you can't go wrong with Neil Gaiman. Correct. What about you, Joe? So, for me, I kind of got, like, two. One of them's a free one for you guys, just to, like, try out. Both of them I have, like, very much so enjoyed. I haven't finished this one yet, but as I'm going through, I love, like, uh, like how the story is, like, unfolding in it. The first one that you could use one of your credits on is an Audible original, actually. It's called Impact Winter, and it's by Travis Beecham. I've actually really, uh, really enjoyed it so far. It's kind of like a after like apocalypse type thing, and it's got like some like mystery to it. So like I love that. Like and like whenever I'm reading or reading or like listening to something that has me like on the edge of my seat of like what's gonna happen. It's just shy of like five hours. It's four hours and fifty nine minutes long. So it's just nice to listen to on the drive or whenever you have time for it. And the other one that I have is actually a free one because it's a podcast. It is called Blackout by Q Code and Endeavor Content. This actually came out in 2019, and that's what got me to like download Audible. Very much enjoyed that one, and uh, I was a big fan of um, the main like voice actor for it. What was his name again, Brent? Rami Malek. Yes, there we go. He was very good at it, and uh, he was very good at the voice acting in it, and um, just narrating the story and everything. And it put me more into like the lore and like the world. So I very much, those are like two like strong picks for me, uh, for you guys to like try out. Those are some solid choices. I actually just looked up uh, the first one that you mentioned, Impact Winter, and I am definitely going to get that one and listen to it. Uh, the tags on it are paranormal, dystopian, and post-apocalyptic. That's oh, yeah. right up my alley and fits perfectly with uh, our phasmophobia gameplays. Oh yeah, it's it like starts off like eerie to where it's like oh it like it like starts off like getting you like into like the like atmosphere of it. So it's like I very much enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that one. Uh, probably by the next podcast, I'll, I'll let you know my thoughts on it as well. All right. Yeah all that time off you'll have yeah i know right uh yeah for anyone listening i'm i'm currently off work because my wife uh tested positive for covid so that's fun um i i haven't contracted it just yet <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes though I, I i'm almost out of the woods i feel like i'm probably going to get it on the ass end of like her recovery <laughs> that would make sense yeah it's like she gets fully better and then it's like oh well fuck me before we get too far off the topic of books and, and stuff like that, though, and we mentioned, you know, my wife as well, we had an idea that seemed really interesting to us. I hadn't mentioned it to you guys yet, but I'm curious to see what you think. She reads like a whole lot, um, more than I do even, which I haven't in a while just because I've been busy with this. We were talking about maybe doing a podcast with the two of us just like me and her where we just talk about books and that side of you know pop culture and stuff and maybe do like some reviews or just go over like recommendations and stuff like that i don't know i feel like having a husband wife duo that goes into that kind of stuff might be entertaining and uh bring in some listeners so y'all want to have a book club yeah it's essentially a husband and wife book club <laughs> nice that's cute thanks man <laughs> no but I, I don't know i just i thought it was interesting have guest couples come on and talk about their books with you and turn it literally into a podcast of book club yeah do you two want to be our first guests no i'm good 
I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna pass on that one. Mm, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe whenever uh, Haley comes in, she definitely. Oh, okay. She'll probably give some good uh, recommendations on that. Fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's really all I had to say about that. I just I was just curious your all's take on it, and I did not get much of a reaction out of you. So, oh no, by all means. I mean, that sounds cool. I don't really like. I don't know. That sounds cool. By all means, go for it. I mean, yeah. It's, I guess it's also not kind of like your style. I think people would enjoy it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's definitely like a set of people that would like like people talking about books or like going over it, them and especially stuff like that. if they can like uh, interact. Through our subreddit, be like sending in some books for Brent and Emily to read throughout the week and get their takes on them, see how they read and felt about it. Yeah, that was kind of the idea behind it, too. Like, take some like fan suggestions and stuff like that. Or if any of our listeners, you know, write themselves, like if they want to send in something that they've worked on for us to talk about. Oh, no, yeah, I understand that. Maybe, maybe not as long as they're. Not anything like the length of uh, what is it like, Les Miserables? Les Miserables? Something? How did Les Miserables? I I'll never forget how big that book was. It's a good story, but I have such like a terrible memory of that book because my I think it was junior year of high school. I had to do a book report on it. Uh, well, it was my own fault. Uh, we had a list of books to choose from, and I picked that one. Well, whenever I went to get the book, I was not paying attention and I bought the original French version of it. So like I got all the way home. I, I at the time I lived an hour away from like the nearest like a books a million. And I got all the way home, uh, opened the book and was like, well, I can't read any of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was like, this this is French. Um <laughs> I had to make the trek back, uh, get the correct version, which was still like, I don't know, five to six hundred pages, and then do a book report that I obviously waited to like the last day to do. I'll never forget how like thick that book was. That book was so big. Oh, yeah, for real. It's I still have it on my bookshelf and it takes up like a decent chunk. That book was like looking at like like someone recommends you recommends you to watch like what is it? Uh, One Piece? And it's like, you look at how many oh, episodes God. it has, and you're like, nah, I'm out. I, I was going to say One Piece because it has a thousand episodes. More. It's it's more now, by the way. Yeah, it's like, nah. Are you all exaggerating, or is it literally no, over no. a thousand? Yeah. It's, it's at a thousand and sixty-five. Whoa. Yeah. Hold on, I can tell you the exact number. I actually thought about it. Everyone keeps talking about it, but then every time I like think about it, I'm like, nah. I'm not doing it, except if I want to watch it, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Here's the thing. They literally made this for people. It's it's literally a complete recap of everything up to, I think it's called the Paramount arc. Uh-huh. Or, no, Impel, Impel 9 or Paramount arc. And it catches you up to literally halfway through the show almost. Oh, damn. I don't want to start liking it. And then, like, regret it, like, ha- after I go through all that, and be like, oh, man, I skipped all of these episodes. That, I mean, even if they were just fillers, like, it could have had some stuff in them. And I'm like, oh, man, I missed that. I mean, I enjoy filler episodes in a lot of shows. Like, there's Sometimes. some low-key banger episodes for Dragon Ball fillers. Dude, Goku and Piccolo, go get their driver's license. 
Exactly. God. Banker. <laughs> All right. So episode one thousand and eighteen is the is the one that just aired. Dear Lord, that's crazy. And that's not including like the two or three movies too. So, do they ever have like a plan for the show to end? Like, or is it just kind of just going to keep going? No, it's supposed to end. They they have a like it kind of sets you up. Like it tells you. There is four emperors of the sea, and the main character wants to be king of the pirates. Mm, okay. Okay. So there's like a clear end goal in mind. It just they're doing everything else. They're doing all the side quests first. Yeah. Yeah. Hit and miss on that. Some of them go straight in, and then they learn they should have done the side quests. It's like going straight to uh, Aldwin at like level three in Skyrim. Ah. Hi, one smack. I was going to say, is it like whenever you start out in Dark Souls and you turn around and go the wrong way and enter the catacombs? Dude, I... Oh, <laughs> God. Whatever, the, the first time I played Dark Souls, I thought that that was the way you were supposed to go. And I got so mad. I was like, how's anyone supposed to play this game? Like, I, I can't kill the skeletons. I don't have anything. Like, I, I kill them. They just get back up. Later, you know, you learn that you need divine weapons to put them down permanently. And they do crazy damage because it's like a later area. But I will say, I think that is what made me so good at Dark Souls because I had no choice but to like practice over and over doing that. Just get good in the strongest situation. It's like, oh, you went the wrong way. Well, now it's going to get good, I guess. I was I was taking the Saiyan approach where I just get my ass kicked a lot and it makes me stronger. You took the Vegeta approach. Yeah. He walked up, Krillin. Shoot me in the chest with the Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the uh, approach that I took for sure. You know, this is a little out of left field considering we've been talking about books and then anime, but I just read something that reminded me. Joe, you really enjoyed Dragon's Dogma, didn't you? Or am I thinking of a different game? Nah, yeah, yeah, that was me. I actually really enjoyed that game. I wish I had like co op, though. That's the only thing I kept saying. I thought that you did. Um, uh, it's the 10th anniversary of that game, and a website went up for it not that long ago, just like a couple days. Ooh. People are thinking it's because they're going to do either like a remake for the 10th anniversary, or it's finally going to get a sequel, and the sequel would most likely have co-op, just because that's you know kind of the thing nowadays. I hope so. I mean, the game. It, I really liked how the game was like set up, and like it was a lot different. It was a lot like games like Dark Souls and stuff like that, but it like it had its own like kind of take on it from what I remember and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. From what I recall, it was like it was like a very good fusion of western and Japanese RPGs. Yeah. Now it did have its bugs in the very beginning and I think that's what turned a lot of people away until cuz they released a remastered version of it, right? Or something like that, or not a remastered, but they released something that then brought the game back to like to life. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, I think that the remaster, uh, remake or remaster, whichever one it was, did already come out. Yeah, so I think it came out like a year or something like that after release, and they were fixed a lot of the bugs, and people went back and played it and was like, oh, this is actually a good game. It was like uh, Dark Arisen or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought you'd be interested in that. A, a lot of A lot of people, too, are thinking that it could be a sequel because... The same guy that made it is the one who uh, does like lead development for the Devil May Cry games. 
And he said whenever he got to work on Devil May Cry 5, he like sat down and was really thinking to himself, like, do I want to make uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 or do I want to make Devil May Cry 5? And he ended up picking Devil May Cry 5. But now that that's done and been out for a while, uh, he said that he's been thinking about going back into that universe. Ooh, that sounds perfectly fine with me. I mean, I loved the first one. I really enjoyed it. I more just thought it was interesting that it was the same dude that did Devil May Cry. Yeah, I didn't know that. Or I had never paid attention to that before. Yeah, I, I had no idea. But after I read it, I was like, okay, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Brett, do you remember whenever you... I don't remember, I don't remember which Devil May Cry it was. It was the one where you like switch back between Dante and Virgil. Do you know how little that narrows it down? Oh, okay. See, Oof. I don't remember which one it is then, but like basically we were sitting there watching it and like you really liked, I think it was like Dante and I really liked Virgil to the point to like where we were looking online because we wanted to buy their necklaces or whatever they had. Yeah. Yeah. That was the DMC Devil May Cry. That was like the reboot of the series that honestly got a lot of negative reviews from like hardcore fans, but I absolutely loved it. Oh, I just, I just remember us talking about that and we were, uh, we tried so hard to find like a necklace that was like Virgil's and like Dante's. Yeah. Like just like the little crystal shard. Uh, Dante had the red one. Virgil had the blue one. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that's kind of cringy thinking about it now, but yeah, I know. I know. That was how it was, right? Because you like Dante and I liked Virgil, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly how it was. Yeah. Okay. I think I couldn't remember if I got it backwards or not. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that we would like the edgier uh, versions of Dante and Virgil like in that game, though, because, I mean, we were in high school at the time, so. Yeah, I mean, my favorite one, I really like Nero. Nero was so cool. That might be a hot take. Oh, yeah. He, he was in four, right? Yeah. Well, I guess also in five, but. Introduced. Yeah, I liked his cool, like, demon arm. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Wow. But yeah, sorry to like kind of derail you right there. I just had thought about that when it, you kept talking about like Devil May Cry, and I was like, that's like a um, strong memory I have of Devil May Cry. Oh no, that's I mean it's a good memory, but it's probably for the best that we did not find those necklaces because oh hands down y'all would have been fucking roasted. Oh yeah, I, I feel hands I feel like down. we were you know kind of cool in school, but like no, nah, that would have that would have done it. We we would have been made fun of so much. Uh, would that have been the year uh, you guys played baseball? No, we, I, that was every year. Yeah. <laughs> it was I couldn't years. remember. So, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. I answered my question. I was like, yeah, I could see you all having that on playing games. I'm like, they would get roasted by the enemy team, or they would both get a shit on anyone with smack talk. Jesus Christ, Ray, by the enemy team. The enemy team. Enemy team. Oh Touch grass, my son. god! <laughs> the <laughs> no shot. Did you used to play baseball? Uh, the enemy team. That's wild. The That's visitors. Wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. The visitors. Yo, I'm baffled. Right no, now. when they when, when they shit talk you, that's when it just turns into the enemy team. It's like, nah. It's the fucking off four. <laughs> Man's getting flashbacks from MW two. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Enemy AC-130 above! <laughs> that was my terrible Captain Price Im- impression. Speaking of Modern Warfare 2... What a good segue. Yo, nice <laughs> you're a uh, terrible enemy team. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, you you managed to pull it back around. Good job. You you want to take this one? No, no. <laughs> nah, I put the tracks down. I put the tracks down. I take back every compliment. No, you you pulled it back around, got us on track, and then just were like, no, I don't want to do it. Changed his mind. What Ray was trying to mention, I guess, was that <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 got a release date finally for October 28th. I actually saw the re- the reveal of that. Yeah. It was interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> Cause, uh, what, uh, what, the, what was it, like a drone? They just got a drone to fly around and like take some like nice shots of like promotion for the game? Like little like... Because yeah. uh, they were... Uh, it was like leaks for uh, pictures of it. They wanted to release pictures from what I heard of the game. Yeah, I saw that too. I think the last episode we were talking about there not being a release date. And then literally like the day after that episode came out, there was a release date announced. About right. All right. I mean, Ray's talked about it a lot. I'm he's excited. I'm super excited for it as well. I'm really excited about that game mode that I was telling uh, you guys about last week. Yeah, DMZ. Yeah, DMZ. I'm actually very curious because like, I feel like Call of Duty is uh, going in a, a direction for like Battle Royale, one that I don't like. So I'm very curious how DMZ is going to look because I like games like that, but you just don't like Tarkov styled games. Exactly. I mean, I would if I'd put my time into it, but I just I just don't want to right now. So much time. I'd rather just start fresh with COD and give it a try. I mean, that's fair. Going into like a game mode inspired by Escape from Tarkov the day that it releases is probably easier than picking up in a game that's already established with people who have like crazy gear. Uh, It gets reset every six months. Oh, it does? Yeah. The wipe takes everything. Everything I have in the stash right now on there by July or June and July, it'll all be gone. Yeah, but don't it give you some new stuff, especially if you got like the biggest edition? Like it deletes everything, but it gives you some stuff. Some stuff. Yeah, the Crown Boys is quote unquote what they get called now. The Crown Boys get like if you choose the USEC side, which is like uh military operative like ex military operatives in the game, they give you like two M fours a handful of grenades, a pistol, one thing of good body armor, a couple good backpacks, and like a tactical rig. And if you start with a cheap version of the game, which I think is 40 bucks, you start with like a shotgun, body armor, a helmet, one tack rig, and that's all you get. Okay. So the startup is easier if you spend more money and you get the full size of the stash. I thought it would have been the other way around, to be honest. But you can earn it all, is the difference. It just takes a lot longer. Just like any game that costs more, it just gives you an early start. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty standard nowadays. Just lets you pub stomp a lot faster. (laughs) Who doesn't love pub stomping? They ain't no pub stomping in that. The regulars on that game have to be pub stomping. I've seen videos. You get the good clips. You don't get the (laughs) ones where you see that guy on top, like, just laying there the entire game with, like, an entire inventory full of apple juice and food, sitting there staring at one spot for an entire 45 minutes waiting for some poor soul to walk out to kill them with one bullet. That would be super frustrating. It is. 
that game is almost like for me playing like a horror game because it gives me the jump scares of like playing one because if i'm sitting there like focusing on something because you have to be quiet in the game you can't just run around and like be loud as shit because then the whole lobby will just kill you it's like you just got to be quiet and like sneak around so like if you're like fully into something or like looking at something and just all of a sudden get gunned down it is like it makes me jump it will catch <laughs> you off guard it really will the worst one to me personally i think is when you do get killed by a suppressed sniper, because in-game, you hear nothing. You just die. <laughs> you just fall over. Like, you, you you hear yourself grunt as, like, the last thing you go, ugh. <laughs> Scream, like, dims out, and you're dead. And the worst part is, is if you're playing with someone, and your information is, is, I got sniped, that is all. They just panic. You just see people running and sliding. Jesus. <laughs> Now, I don't think any of us have actually played it, but I did see something kind of interesting. I, I'm sorry to move the conversation away from Tarkov, but I just read this and it reminded me. Any of you played No Man's Sky? I haven't played it. I used to watch a stupid amount of content on it um, on like YouTube whenever it uh, first came out and then whenever it got uh, revamped. You'll have to tell me all about it. have no knowledge. Its launch was pretty bad just because it didn't have like half of the content that they promised. It was dog shit. So like an EA game? Uh yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of like the best comeback stories for uh like modern gaming though, just because they've turned it around so well. The reason I brought it up though is they just released the Leviathan Expedition expansion to it, and it turned it into like a roguelike survival. You have to like go out and gather, you know, stuff to complete your mission. And then uh, you have like a set time to do it. You're stuck in kind of like a time loop or something, but you can make like a little bit of progress each time and it carries over and you have to get yourself like out of the time loop. And it just seemed really interesting to me. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Kind of like how like No Man's Sky is. Jesus Christ. Kind of like how. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Risk of rain. I'm inside Risk of Rain. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, buddy. Dude, I thought I thought you were just, like, mega-trolling. I was just like, yeah. I like how, I like how stunned you were. Full-blown, just fucking air. Brett was like, no one said a word, because was like, what? <laughs> I, I thought that you were on, like, some next-level stuff. <laughs> nah, his brain just turned <laughs> off for a solid second. Well, see, I, I was thinking of uh, Risk of Rain too the whole time, but then it was like you had just said um, No Man's Sky, so it just came out No Man's Sky. I was thinking so hard, can't forget Risk of Rain 2, can't forget Risk of Rain 2, No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky, can't forget, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we, I mean, we typically talk about this a lot earlier in the podcast, but just out of curiosity... What have you guys been playing, like, other than the stuff that we've been playing together? Ooh, I have something different, because I normally just play Bloons and another phone game to kill time. I have been playing a whole bunch of Dead Cells. Hmm. It's a game on uh, Game Pass. Yeah. I've played it on my PC for a little bit, and my Xbox. And all it is is, like, a... The game's like Mario. They're, what, 2D scrollers? Yeah, like a 2D side-scroller. Uh, is it platformer as well? Uh, What's platformer? Like the... Platformers like Mario, like where where you yeah. have to like jump up like different levels and stuff. 
Fake gamer. Fake gamer. Buddy, I don't know all the I don't know all the advanced technical terms. I just play the damn thing. Fair enough. But it is a platformer just like Mario in that aspect because there's one thing that you do that is literally I think was pulled and it makes me laugh every time I use it is vines. Like there's the vines that go up and down the world. Nice. But it's uh, basically you run through, you choose like three different things. Like it's physical, tactical, and survival. Red, purple, green. And it's like the damage you do or like the shield you use. And one of them's like elemental and debuff. And you just go through and there's uh, you try to beat it within a certain amount of time and you get little buffs for the next little area. I've only got to the first boss. I just got past the first boss. Pretty hard. That's the way you like it, though. Hey, yo. Not the first, like, 28 times I tried to beat it. Not a fun time. <laughs> yes. Yes, it took me 28 times until I finally realized it was better for me to stack everything in one category and just get a weapon that worked in it instead of being picky and keeping a level one weapon when I'm like, why do I have a level five? It's green. Fuck this. I'm going to keep my level one red. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. I'm, I'm going to just take your word for it. Like if you if you boot up the game, you have three things that determine your HP and power and weapons are of that color as well. So like if you dump stats into red, red stuff will be better. But if oh, you OK, OK. Yeah, I, yeah. I misunderstood what you were saying earlier. My bad. Yeah. Ray said it took him like 28 uh, turns to like beat the first boss. I was like, hey, that's like me playing <laughs> Tybesia. Dude, I wish you could have seen me editing that video. I was cracking up. Dog, I was getting pissed making that video. <laughs> that game was brutal. The, uh, the T, I guess, reminded me of Terraria. I'm sure Joe and Brent, you've played that. Very little. I've played oh. a decent amount, but I've, like, I think I've played it once to like where I beat it. I believe, or almost beat it. I can't remember. I actually really enjoy it. I just never play it with like anyone. Because I have it on Steam and everything. It's rough. Oh yeah, it's hard. But I don't know if it's the same company doing another thing, but there's this game that looks just like it on Epic Game Store. Hmm. You know what it's called? I- I'm bringing it back up. It's in my wish list. Right. Also, tell the, uh, tell the audience about the bundle that's going on right now in the Epic Game Store. Oh! Oh yeah, that is right. Anyone that has Epic Games Launcher, I got on today. The entire Bioshock collection is free right now. 100% off free. I don't know how long Yo, that's there for. Those are some terrific games. They are, and it includes all the DLC. It's that bundle. Is it the like the remastered of uh, 1 and 2? Yeah, the collection. It's Bioshock the collection. Oh, okay, yeah. So good. No, dude, those games, those are top tier. I would recommend that to anyone. I've only really watched Brent play a handful of them. You want to watch me do it again? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ray had told me that earlier, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, That's actually a really good deal from them, because usually it's just a bunch of like indie games, or like a game that would be like maybe four ninety nine or something. Every now and then they'll release some pretty good um, free games. but Yeah, that was a top yeah. tier drop. I'm going to make a video series of me playing Bioshock where I wear a bunny mask like the uh, Splicers. <laughs> you oh, are the no. devil. Oh, I will let you all know when I find it because apparently my thing did not put it in my wish list. You hate to see it. 
Nice. I'm, I'm a tiny bit upset. So speaking of collections, did you all hear the rumor that there's going to be a Gears of War collection set up kind of like uh, the Master Chief collection? No, I did not. I hope they don't port it back over to PC because that was the worst port of a game I've ever seen in my life. What, Gears on 5? They, whenever they oh, put it on okay. PC, worst controls I've ever seen them. Like It was the... Oh my god, it was terrible. Yeah, that's why you just plug in a controller. Hold up, hold up. Even on that note, I, I remember that's when I got my fresh new graphics card, top of the line, for then. And for whatever reason, when they first done it, it fucking destroyed my GPU. Yeah. It kept crashing our games and stuff. Like, it would just take spikes. Yeah. The good news is, for anyone listening, and you guys will probably agree with me, Gears 4 and Gears 5 don't exist in my mind. So if I, I, if I get that collection, you can find me on Gears 1, 2, and 3. You will find me on Gears 3. Horde, 10 out of 10. Horde is fun. I actually really enjoyed Horde. Horde is really fun if you can get, like, a, a somewhat coordinated group. Yeah, you can have just, like, oh, randies. <laughs> it, I got flashbacks to gear, me trying to do anything on Gears 5. Oh, I can only imagine. I, di- I didn't play Horde on it. Dude, so, so brutal. Like, you had to have the engineer, or you lost. If you, if you did not have an engineer, there's no point playing that out. Yeah, I can see that. I'm assuming it's similar to how it worked in, like, 4. Yeah, it was not a fun time. Yeah, it does not sound like it. The rumor was that there was going to be another collection like MCC from Microsoft, and it was up in uh, it was up in the air whether it was going to be Gears of War or Fable. And even though it's single-player only, and they probably won't do that just because uh, you, you can sell more with multiplayer, so it'll be Gears... I was really rooting for it to be a Fable collection. Yo, same. I actually played through Fable. I forgot about that. Fable did have some co-op aspects to it. Yeah, I mean, it had co-op in 2 and 3. Yeah, because I think it was like 3. Oh my god, it was like one of the fun... I actually forgot about this too, like we brought up Fable. There was a moment in it too, because you could like sleep with anyone on on Fable 3. Yeah, like other players, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, my friend and I were on the game and I was like, someone had told me this and I was like, yo, dude, try laying in the bed. And, like he laid in it and he was like, why? I was like, oh, I was just wanting to test something out. And like I laid down in it, too. And he's like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I just spammed it and it started and it was just two guys grunting. And then like we walked out of the house. He was like, what did you just do? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah, uh, Fable games are really fun, and I always thought it was really funny because you could do that in two as well. And one of the stats that it keeps track of, if you go to like uh, the options menu, (laughs) your game stats was STDs. Yes, that's amazing. I love when games do random stuff like that that like actually won't affect the gameplay, just like random statistics. Oh yeah, I was really hoping for it to be Fable, but uh, the current rumor is that it's going to be Gears of War. Okay, sweet. Uh, speaking of Microsoft, actually, real quick, uh, unless you had something else to say about that. No, I was going to say, we only let Ray talk about his, uh, upcoming, uh, the games he's been playing, and then you and I hadn't said Oh, anything. okay. <laughs> I'll let you go right after this. I just, yeah, uh, yeah. 
it made me be really mad. I saw a news story the other day that Microsoft passed on uh, making Marvel games, which is why Spider-Man ended up on the PlayStation. And they also passed on the Knights of the Old Republic remake. They were actually approached first, allegedly, anyway. Uh, they were approached because it was originally an Xbox exclusive, but I guess they just didn't have the time to devote to it with everything that they're working on. So they turned it down and uh, PlayStation ended up like buying it out. So that made me pretty sad. Rip. Probably for the best, though. I mean, I hate to admit <laughs> it, but probably. Wow, I didn't expect you to give up like that. I thought you were going to fight for it. I, don't get me wrong. I love Xbox. It's still where like I prefer to play my games. But uh, there's no denying that they haven't put out a really good exclusive in quite some time. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Now, don't get me wrong. They're buying up a lot of companies and putting out a lot of games. And there's a lot of stuff that used to be unavailable on Xbox that is now. And like that's great. But they really let their exclusive lineup die off. To be honest, I think mainly like PlayStation is like the only one that is like caring about uh, exclusivity anymore because no matter what, it's going to be on PC. So even if they, I mean, most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say at this point, any, most PS5 or, well, I guess just PlayStation exclusives uh, end up on PC, even if not at launch, at some point afterwards. Days Gone? Yeah, that, Horizon, uh, I think God of War even. Death Stranding and God of War. But anyway, sorry to go off on a little tangent. We just we were talking about Microsoft and it reminded me of that. Well, what what games have you been playing? <laughs> nah, you're good. I understand. Um, somewhat same as usual. Been um, whenever I get some time, I've been grinding some Apex. The ranked grind is you know it's going. <laughs> Have, I've been having a lot better games. Seriously, got my uh, started getting aimed down again and. Uh, doing a little bit better for me i like to spend a lot of my time as maybe you all know because i talk about it now is mobile games oh yeah right now the ones i've mainly been playing is raid raid is actually about to have their um upcoming like anniversary and they've actually got like a free legendary champion out right now so i just got that champion uh today yeah yeah i think today i think today was like the first day of like is either today or yesterday or something like that was like the first day that you were actually able to get her she actually seems pretty fun so i mean i've just been building her up grinding out gear and stuff and have also been playing uh this one just came out i believe earlier yeah earlier this week and it's called nino kuni cross worlds it's just an mmo style but it's like nino kuni so it's got like anime graphics to it i've actually really been enjoying it Pick like a class in the beginning, and uh, you just go through just like an MMO, do a bunch of like side quests, unlock more main story quests, and stuff like that. It's got PvP to it. I've 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 been having a lot of fun. The grind to it's been really fun. Speaking of one that I'm super excited that has been literally years in the making now, that is supposed to come out um, in let's see one two three four days from when we are recording this podcast. Diablo Immortal is supposed to finally come out on June 2nd. And actually, right now, you can um, preload on um, Battle.net for Diablo Immortal because it's like PC and uh, mobile. Now, is it cross-progression to where like you just sign in with your account and it carries over between the two? Or 
I'm not too for sure. We I'm pretty be sure because most <laughs> games are like that. Yo, true. I mean, you got a phone, don't you? I mean, shit. That's yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cross progression. I'm, I'm gonna look it up real quick. That way, I can like give you a definite answer. I hope so, because I mean, I don't see why they would release a PC version. You're too slow. I already did it. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Cross progression is available if you have a Battle.net account. You just sign in okay. on both. That makes sense. And I was about to say it wouldn't make sense to for it not to be at this point because yeah. it's like the same as Raid. Raid has its own like launcher for it, and it wouldn't make sense if it wasn't cross progression. Right. Uh, yeah, I actually downloaded the. I mean, obviously, I've been playing Raid as well, but I downloaded the Nino Kuni game that you were talking about, and it's pretty fun. Um, I've probably not done nearly as much as you have on it, uh, just because. Most of the time that I'm playing a game on my phone at this point, I'm playing Raid. What uh, what level are you in? It? Which one? Are, what, are we talking about Nino Kuni or Raid? Yeah, yeah, Nino Kuni. Uh, I don't know. I think I got to like level four or something. Uh, like I, I didn't do a lot. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You've made it past the tutorial, haven't you? I can't remember what level you end the tutorial at because it take. I think it takes just a. It takes a little bit to get to tutorial. Um, I don't know. I may not have even done all of the tutorial. I don't know for sure. Probably not, in all honesty. I've really been grinding out Raid. Uh, I finally got to level 30. Finally unlocked the uh, the Forge. Oh, yeah, the Forge is clutch. Actually, they're supposed to. I mean, I, I doubt you would do this, Brent. I mean, but I mean, if you wanted, there's supposed to be a... Um, what's it called? It's like a battle pass, but it's like specifically, specifically for... Like a Raid forge. pass? Yeah, well, sort of, but it's like... It's basically it gives you materials to craft stuff in the forge, like a specific uh, gear set, mm, and okay. it's like it seems somewhat easy to grind through. At least the first one was, as long as you just had enough energy. That's the biggest problem. It's like energy. If you have enough energy, it's like I mean, it gives you some pretty decent gear if you can get it to roll. That of course, it's all RNG. So I mean, yeah, you could get crazy, oh, dude, six star gear, but it rolled absolute dog water. So I'm not. <laughs> dog water i'm not even worried about that dude i've been blessed by rn jesus uh, of course you have shocker are you blessed like ray is with his own dice uh no those are weighted <laughs> fags those are not weighted those <laughs> are not weighted you can look at the at what we done earlier you can literally see that whatever i do is true and real i mean yeah that's because we were rolling online exactly what makes the point? I could have rolled in person, done just as good. That's Cap. I mean, yeah, he didn't do that bad. I think there was like a miss or two in there that never happened when we played in person. That's also oh, yeah. because we rolled for stats and I got stupid fucking lucky. Man, and had, you like, watched plus me 10. get stupid fucking lucky. He gets so defensive over this. He does, I love it. I just hate being called a liar. I'm like, I'm telling the truth, it's not fun if I lie. So you just want to be called a truther. I guess, I mean, we already brought it up. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. We, the same day that we're recording this podcast, we recorded the first two episodes of our D&D podcast. Oh, yeah, actually, it it was super fun. I really enjoyed that. I forgot how fun it was since I haven't played it in years. I know, right? It is so addicting. You want to keep going and you're like, fuck, it's late as shit. (laughs) Both times, like, uh, we kind of split up the sessions, and at the end of each one, I was like, oh, I don't want to stop. Yeah. 
Man. Did you have much of the story after that completed, or is it not much after that? I have enough done to where we could probably get another full episode in. Dang. But yeah, I'm I'm going to be working on more of the story uh, in the coming days. All right, sweet. Sounds good to me. Is there any games you guys are excited that's upcoming? Well, I was just waiting. I figured Ray would talk about Modern Warfare 2 again. <laughs> no, no. We've already done it once. I think he's brought it up every podcast for like the last three. <laughs> I'm actually curious. Are you guys wanting to play Diablo Immortal? Oh, yeah. I'm going to play oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play it. Okay. What classes are you guys going? I don't wizard. know yet. What'd you say, Brent? You know what I said. He you said wizard. Oh my god. I like magic. That's why I make a D&D world where people hate it. <laughs> so only you can have it? <laughs> exactly. I'm probably gonna go paladin. Holy shit. That was unexpected. No, I mean, that's what I played in our um, hardcore playthrough. <laughs> the <laughs> hardcore playthrough. Yeah, let's talk about that, Ray. What what chapter or act? We were so good up until act three or four, I believe, I want to say. Uh, we were fine. Act two is where the first death happened. It was it was all the way back in act two. Dang, I thought we was like halfway through. Uh, it might have been three, actually. We, I think it was I'm trying three, to think. We yeah. were in. Yeah, because we were in like a catacomby type area. So that, that would have been yeah. act three. Yeah, because the monsters had already broke out and like hell had already started to like break, like break loose in the world. Yeah, yeah, it was act three. Um, Ray, do you, do you remember that hardcore playthrough? <laughs> Silence. He knows. So basically, it's just going to be silence. The playthrough was me, Ray, Brent, and uh, Trace, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the fourth. Yeah, it was Trace, and um, we made it so far. And I swear to God, I don't think I'll ever forget this. We're all sitting there like trying our asses off because we're like it's a hardcore playthrough. So once you die in that hardcore playthrough, the character is done. You can't get back on it. The character is like fully dead in the game and you have to restart a whole other character at level one. So like we're all the way th- we're through it level f- maybe 30 something or 40. I don't I can't remember. It it would take a decent amount of time to get caught back up to us for how much we grinded. Oh, yeah, we, we've been grinding pretty hard. Yeah, we were doing everything possible. So then we just enter this room and we all like split up sort of and Ray's just like, guys, I just got one shot. Yeah, he got like crit by like an AOE attack. Yeah, just randomly. And it was like he just just dropped and we all got scared as shit. Like I started getting chunked and like I was somewhat like I was like half tanky, half like damage dealer as a paladin cuz I had like some sustain on me. But Jesus, I was getting hit pretty hard. It got rough after that. I think we ended up beating the game, but it was uh we had to do some, we had to take some extra means to get raked caught back up to us yeah he uh he made a new character and was like oh you all keep going i'm I'm just gonna grind this out real quick keep in mind we said we were like level 30 to 40 pretty high up he had when it was like 20 it was like 20 it was like a couple it was like maybe 10 15 levels behind us yeah so so he said he was gonna catch up that other character i don't know maybe like 10 minutes later he is just like all right uh, i'm caught back up invite me back to the game we were like what the hell Send him the invite, and then he forgot that you could inspect characters and see like what they have equipped, and he didn't unequip it. And his uh, his helmet had like some. I don't think that they were modded; they were just like really late game. It had like really strong runes on it. 
Yeah, it had runes on it that increased his XP gain by like an insane amount. And it made him damn near impossible to kill in that part of the game because it was so early. Because it was meant for like late game dungeoning. If if I recall, your weapon had one that increased the damage as well. So like you were going around like, dude, look at this. I'm like one hitting stuff. And we were like, look at all three of us. You didn't know, but we all three were like messaging and had your character sheet pulled up. And we were like, yeah, how are you doing that? And you're like, ah, I'm just like, I got a crazy build, man. Had like we were looking at the gyms. I'll never forget that because like I had made the group chat because I figured out you can like look at each other's like you can spectate each other's character and see their gear on them. And like I took a picture of it, started the group chat and sent the picture in the group chat that I made. And I, I was like, raise a damn dirty liar, liar boys. <laughs> and then we just Dude. started like talking with them and like asking them like, yo, so how you how you doing this, right? And uh, <laughs> and then he was eventually he was eventually like, oh, shit, I guess I thought I, I thought I had taken that off. And he's like, nah, you're actually a higher level than us now. <laughs> Good times. That makes for such a funny story. That I, yeah. That, the fact that out of all people, it was Ray that just walk, happened to walk. Because you would have 100%. If Ray got one shot, you would have definitely got one shot, Brent. Oh, yeah. If I had walked into that room first, I, I would have been gone. Yeah, you would have been. Because you were just as like glass cannon as he was. So Wizard, baby. Just Ray got unlucky and got one tapped. Sorry, Ray. He's been quiet this whole time. Yeah, I know. (laughs) To answer your question, though, Joe, about like games that we're looking forward to, this is still a while out, but I'm looking forward to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I mentioned that that was the rumored name of it, and it got officially announced at the Star Wars like celebration the other day. It's coming out in 2023, and it's set five years after Jedi Fallen Order. So is is it a single player? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's most likely going to be single player. That's what the first one was. Damn. Also announced at the Star Wars Celebration is Knights of the Old Republic 2 is coming out on the Switch. They already released the first one not that long ago. But something that's kind of cool is the restored content mod that was made on Steam that fixed a lot of the like incomplete stuff that they had to ship the game with is going to be available on the Switch as well. What, KOTOR? Yeah, for KOTOR 2. So I'm I'm pretty excited about both of those. That sounds cool. I like how a lot of games are getting um getting put on the Switch. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy the Switch. Oh, I know what, boys, I know what we need to do for a fucking video or a podcast. Fucking Mario Party. Mario Party and Mario Kart. Oh dude, that would be so fun. That'd be lit. We would be lit. Oh yeah, I was gonna say if we could find a night for like everyone to like come up here or something, uh, and like hook it up on the TV in my living room and find a way to record that, that would be fun as fuck. Oh yeah. All all we need is a camera and slap down a fucking laptop or something nearby. That's true. I got both of those. Problem A solved. If only our schedules would match up better to be able to like do this stuff like easier. Oh yeah, because I feel like I feel like we could make some really entertaining content with stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. god. Especially like trolling each other in Mario Party. Oh my god. So oh, yeah. each other's stars. Do you oh, remember yeah. that time we went over to Rays and played Mario Party? Uh like this was a few years ago at this point. I thought we done it at your house, Brent. I think we did both. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, I think we started it at Rays though. No, yeah. no, I, I know I know the one. I still have a picture of that one, I think. That was before we started working at the post office. 
Yeah, it was before that. I, I could have swore we played Mario Party at Ray's, but I, I do remember for a fact playing Rock Band at Ray's, and that was fun as fuck. That's what we played at Ray's was Rock Band. Yeah. Yeah, because I was on the mic. We done something here because I still have the picture of Brent with my motorcycle helmet on. Oh, shit. You're going to have to send me that. <laughs> do you by any chance have that video of me singing uh, Ice Ice Baby? Oh, Dude, you gotta send that to no. me. I forgot about that. No. I have a video of you singing it at my sister's wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got that one. I was, oh, man, I was hoping Ray had the one of me doing Rock Band because I was so into that. Oh, you were. That would be fun, too. I mean, I know it's an older game, but hell, if we could make content with that. See, that's the thing, like you said, like, if our schedules could just line up, we could make some really funny shit. Oh, yeah, it'd make things a lot easier. I bought a whole bunch of songs and extras, like newer songs for Rock Band 2. Ooh, that sounds fun. I got a text from my wife, by the way, just a minute ago. And you know the little emoji with, like, the glistening eyes that looks like... I, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, but it looks pouty like, face? Yeah, like, it looks like... Yeah. yeah. She was like, did you just say Mario Party? <laughs> she wants to play that game so bad. I mean, the more the merrier. How many people can you have in Mario oh, yeah. Party? Was it, like, eight? I think it's, like, up to eight. Okay, yeah, that'd be so much fun. I'm actually surprised we said the same number. Yeah, I know. I am totally down to try to like find a day that we could do that. And I mean, we'd have to exclude Ethan because he's in North Carolina. But I mean, I, I would love True. to find a day to do that. True. Plus, we, I mean, we'd need more. So it'd have to be like a hella plan thing because we can't just do it us three. I'd like to get like literally right. as many people as we could, like eight total. I'm literally looking right now for the amount of players on the... I'm thing. pretty sure it's eight because it's like I think it's like a four v like four v four or something like that for some game modes and stuff. Yeah, some some of it's four. I think it's up to eight. Haley and I had played that like just us, like a one on one, and then like two bots uh, for Mario Party. I, that was still fun. Oh yeah, I would imagine it was. But yeah, I mean, we we could come up with the people. the The hardest part would just be finding uh, a day to do that. True. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it is actually only four players. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. What? Could have sworn I thought you'd get more in Mario Party. Yeah, I did too. Wait, didn't all of us play it at Brent's house, but there was like five people playing it? Mario Party Superstars does not allow for eight players. Or Up for to six four. players. Yeah. Is that the newest one, though? Mario Party Superstars? Yeah. That's the newest one. The other one was Mario Party 8, but it's always been four. Damn. Well, what was it? What is doubled then? Is it Mario Kart that I'm thinking of? Yeah, Mario Kart might offer more. Dang, yeah, that's, that's up to eight. I thought it was like, okay, so then if anything, then it could just be us three and, and like Emily. Emily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's much easier to get four than it is eight. True. A lot less uh, bickering, though, sadly. Yeah. I, well, I mean, we could still play Mario Kart with more people. I'm terrible. At the Mario fuckery Kart. will still be there. I don't. I don't think that would be as entertaining as party, though. Yeah, party. I feel like it's just so much more. Yeah, it's not like oh, you bananaed me. It's oh, you asshole. You you moved the star. <laughs> Insert Bowser life. Mario Kart gets pretty ruthless whenever you get like thunderbolted right before the finish line. Oh, and you turn in, you go first all the way to fifth place. Oh my god, nothing's more tilting. That I, I love it. How that was a very very specific first to fifth and then cross that's because it happens more than you think oh i mean that, 
it's wild how much you think that like how rare that would be, but it's crazy how much it actually happens. Like the amount that it happens. You get thunderbolted right before the finish line. Right. And you just sit there and watch Brent go by. Oh, why's it gotta be me? He's a little bit more towards the back. He's not the best at Mario Kart. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, shots are fired. You heard it here first. Whatever. Oh, actually, shit, I completely forgot. Ray, it's your turn to do a hot take. Oh, it is. It's Ray's yep. hot take. <laughs> He's like, yep, the... <laughs> yep, sure is, Ray disconnects. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I gotta think of how to word it. Because it... Mine is... This is like a out-of-the-ballpark idea I had. But... Best Resident Evil. Oh, shit. And why? It can't just be the game and then no no explanation. Wait, are you asking us? Your hot take needs to be you saying what your favorite is. Yeah, and then you gotta back it up. Oh, I see. You're you're asking what ours is first before you say what yours is. Yes. Oh, I know what Joe's is. No, mine's hands down Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. Yeah, uh, honestly, mine is the same as that. Resident Evil 4, specifically on the Wii, it's just, it hits different. It really does. I was always torn between Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil 4 being my favorites. That's not that hot of a take, homie. But I'd have to say it's 4 in VR mode, because that shit is just so much fun. I mean, that's pretty close to Wii. Close to Wii? I mean, I, I played it in VR. So, because I, I, I have it on VR, it's it's definitely good. It's definitely more scary getting chased. That's the only thing I could think of for the hot take. No, I was gonna say I'll accept it, but that's not that hot of a take. We all fucking love Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I, that, that that just kind of backfired on me. I bet if Ethan was here, that's his favorite too. Nah, that's his favorite. That yeah. was in his top five. Yeah, that was like his top three. I'm pretty God. sure. God, what the fuck? I made every. I, you know what? That's for the people. Any Resident Evil fan, four is hands that is just known. Four is at least up there. If if it's yeah. not their favorite, it's going to get an honorable mention. Yeah. Oh yeah. On that note, on that note, there is rumor on two things Resident Evil related now. Resident Evil Four remake is still in rumor to be made. Yeah. And Resident Evil Code Veronica X, and people fucking despised it. Oh, I hate it. There's no, not even like a, and it's, it's okay. No, I fucking hate that game. I did not understand where they pulled everything from. I'm like, I had to le- read way more than I should have to get the plot line. I lost a bet to Ethan once uh, where my payment was me having to play that game to completion. And that was the most miserable experience of my life. Oh, God. Ooh. Was it the great summer bet? Yeah, that was the bet of me getting 10,000 gamer score in like one week. And uh, I came very close, but we ended up throwing like a party at the house and like having a bunch of people over for some reason or another. And uh, it, it fucked me. I'm convinced that that's what fucked me. Ethan had it planned out. I was like, yo, y'all should have a party. There was at least... 10 to 15 people at our house swimming and like I would come back inside and like try to play a little bit of games. I think I remember that. I think I was there. Like I I'd dip back inside, try to play and then like come back out and be like, oh, what's up, guys? I basically like lived at your house, I think, during that. So, oh, yeah, 
I played some really bad games trying to do that as well, like fucking Terminator Dude. and Oh God. Lost. Lost was a great TV show, terrible video game. What was that shitty Lord of the Ring Rings one you played that was like glitched out? Okay, so that was not a shitty game, and it was also not part of this competition, but it was Lord of the Rings War in the North. <laughs> I don't think I've ever screamed at Joe as much as I did trying to get the last achievement in that game. I don't think I've ever, like, I was getting mad at you because I was literally clicking exactly what you wanted me to click, but it was broken. So essentially you had to do, like, a double execution on uh, someone, and the game was glitched out to where your timing had to basically be perfect. Like it didn't allow for any leeway and they never patched it because it wasn't like unobtainable. You just had to do it at the exact same time. I was convinced he was not hitting the right button. Oh my God. I remember this. Yeah. We, we got into some pretty big fights over that. Uh, You probably (laughs) remember it because I'm sure he complained about it. Wait. Yeah. I I know for a fact because, Oh my God, that's that game. (laughs) Yeah, it was a fun game other than that. I hate that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the reason Joe hates that game. <laughs> oh, man. I want nothing more than for that game to get like a remaster and be like, hey, Joe, let's make a video of us getting this achievement. And then it glitching again. <laughs> my luck, I put a, a key on my keyboard or something like that wouldn't work. It was like messed up somehow. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I got really mad. I don't know why. Speaking of you getting real mad, anytime we played Madden, oh my god, you oh. would get mad at me. I, oh my, I remember there was I don't one night. understand that game. You intercepted every fucking pass I threw. <laughs> I remember we, it was so late, like, it was so late in the night, but, like, we were trying to play a Madden game, and I had, like, started getting tired, and, like, Brent had, like, started to, like, come ahead, like, was starting to beat me. By like a touchdown or two, I got some. I had got irritated that like I'd laid down the controller. The AI had like picked up on the character and got an interception. And from then on out, like from then on out, I had started throwing like hail marys and just kept getting touchdowns and came back and beat Brent. And he was so salty. He like rage quit the game and everything. You were so salty, that dude. Night. I was pissed because like I knew you were doing hail marys. I was picking a defense to cover against it, and I still just couldn't stop you for whatever reason. Like, it wasn't just, like, 20, 30-yard Hail Marys. It was, like, a good, like, 50-yard-plus Hail Mary. Like, just throwing it to throw it somewhere in the direction. Sadly, they, they cut that out on after the last, like, three, four that's been released, something like that. Oh, yeah. And that was a long time ago. Yeah, you can't, you can't throw Hail Marys like you used to be able to now. I mean, that's what I get for playing as the Cowboys, though. I mean, the quarterbacks now kind of just fling it in just a direction. It's not even like near the re- near the receiver. At least before they throw it somewhat in the receiver's general direction to where it's easier to catch, or they'd absolutely beam the receiver. That was always amazing with a hail mary. Yeah, all eighty yard pass here. Let me throw this bullet pass for eighty yards. Dude, it was the funnest thing to like literally like run back as the quarterback like twenty thirty yards, then throw like a fifty plus uh, yard hail mary. Brent would get so mad every time I would like catch it and get a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it pissed me off. This is the best. I used to get really mad playing games. I don't. I don't think I do that as much anymore. I think the last game that made me rage quit was fucking Sekiro. <laughs> time easier got me pretty close. I was getting pretty tilted. Emily just texted me, "Can I play?" Yes. 
Yes, I will say it now. If we play Mario Party, she can play with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Sorry, I know that was a little off topic. She she just now sent the text. <laughs> no, it's all good. But yeah, so Ray, that hot take was pretty cold. Not gonna lie. Uh, I didn't expect everyone just to be like. It, it, I, I was not expecting. I was expecting someone to say anything other than Resident Evil Four and just be like, "Wow." What are you, what are you going to say? Uh, you, you want me to say, like, fucking Resident Evil 6, the action shooter that felt nothing like Resident Evil? No, I was hoping <laughs> someone would say Resident Evil 7, so I could have just been like, you just don't play those games. That was a bad again. game. Yo, it would have been just more ever. of a hot take if you said, like, Resident Evil 5, because I actually really liked Resident Evil 5, but I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah, no, I really liked 5, too. 5 was fun. It was, it was the fun co-op. Almost too much action, not like the fucking Resident Evil 6 where all I done was run around as, uh, fuck. Chris? No, not Chris, The and not Leon, the other dude with Cherry Birkin. Jake? Yeah. Wesker I just Blake? run around with his fist. Yeah, I just ran around with the fucking fist and pummeled everything. Yeah, I think his name was Jake. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I never, I stopped playing after 5. They kind of became a, they. They've now recently, ever since what is it, six or seven, have turned into a uh, horror game. Yeah, seven, seven and eight uh, is a lot more to like the classic style. No, no, we we don't talk about seven in any good manner in my mind. That was well, hands down the worst. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the classic style is in the sense of it tried to go back to like its horror roots. Like, obviously, it wasn't like the fixed camera position. It was still like a first person thing or. Yeah, it was, it was first, first person. person. Okay. Yeah. First one, first person. It done horrible in my mind. There was no zombies. That that was my kicker. I'm like, there's no zombies. All it is is trying to run away from this creepy family dude that wants to be my dad and I don't want him as a dad. Welcome to the family, son. Let me oh cut your leg God. off because you didn't get this right. That was one of my favorite trailers for any game. <laughs> I forgot about that. Just that, like in the most hick accent, just bursts through and says, Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> totally forgot. Oh, that trailer. Uh, I can't wait to see how much shit Ray gets for this hot take. Same. I was sitting here hoping, I'm like, Man, someone's going to like a different Resident Evil. No one. How good are you? It's like the most popular one. <laughs> hey, like I said, some people love Seven. That's, they, they live and die by it because it's sold the best. I don't know how. Let that horrible thought sit there and simmer with you that it has the best sales along with Resident Evil 8 now. That bothers me a lot, actually. That's wild. All right, so <laughs> that is... uh, Yeah, we're, we're going to end it on, on that hot take. <laughs> mild. That was yeah. a mild take. I'll be honest. I was. It got ruined because no one argued with it. No, not at all. There wasn't much to argue. No, we all just agreed. Yeah, I, I mean, sad. It's okay. It's sad. okay, buddy. You, you get another try in like three weeks. You tried, yeah. <laughs> well, the kicker is, is I know what'll happen is I'll get one, and like the week before, it'll be Brent's turn, I think. And he'll say the one I've been planning on using, and I'm like, no. No! <laughs> before it's my turn to do another hot take, I'm going to try to coax out of you what you've been thinking about, and I will 100% steal it. Oh my. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Alright, uh, any last things y'all want to mention? Check out our uh, Audible recommendations. 
Yes, definitely. Definitely check that out. That's a really good deal. It is, once again, uh, audibletrial.com slash zero talent. And Brent, what do the trial users get when they sign up for the trial? All right, yeah, just a, a quick refresher before we head out of this. You get the 30-day trial, one credit for any title that you want, two credits if you're an Amazon Prime member. You get the entire catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals that you can listen to for no credits on the Audible Plus catalog. And an email reminder before your trial ends, just in case you're not enjoying it for whatever unknown reason. All right. Yeah, just make, make sure you check that out. Check out our subreddit. It's r slash Zero Talent Productions. And follow us on Twitter at Zero Talent Prod, P-R-O-D. Alrighty. T-T-F-N. <laughs> Deuces. Bye, guys. Thank you all for listening. This is the end of our episode. I'd just like to do some quick plugs before you all leave. You can find all of our content on our website, zerotalent.net, where you also have the ability to make an account and interact with us or other fans in the forums. Or if you prefer watching on YouTube, you can find our channel there by searching Zero Talent, filtering by channel, and then looking for the broken crown you all know and love. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Zero Talent Productions, where we have various subscription tiers for you to unlock something extra with each one. You can follow us on Twitter at Zero Talent Prod, that is at Zero Talent P-R-O-D. Thank you all again for listening. Ta-ta for now. That was the Zero Talent Podcast.